you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Also, of course, wherever audio podcasts can be found and taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we're going to talk about NXT today because we're really close to stand and deliver. We got some new Dusty Cup women's champions. I guess they're champions because they got a big cup. And yeah, they won the tournament. So they're the tournament champions. They're yeah. cashing it in, but not for what you might think it would be. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. We're also going to have a bit of a debate uh, uh, spurred on by the nature boy, Ric Flair. Uh, but first, most importantly, Big E, one of our favorites here Absolutely. at the show, uh, provided us with a bit of an update uh, on his recovery process. After suffering a broken neck on the March 11th edition of SmackDown, he tweeted this yesterday. He said, had my first doctor's appointment and learning because of the C1 fracture, that's the one at the base of the skull there, Yeah, I narrowly escaped a stroke paralysis or death is very sobering life feels even more precious and valuable now yeah that's scary that is incredibly scary scary. um absolutely you got to think if this dude didn't have so much muscle on him the outcome might have been been a lot worse one of those things yeah Um, that that is that is really scary man and i don't know what uh you know the outlook is for uh, him going forward in the world of wrestling. But if there's even a, the smallest chance that an injury like this can lead to one of these things, 
no, I, I don't. I I wouldn't want to see that for him. He's got too much to offer. That isn't just bumping around in a ring, mm. man. Mm. You know what I mean? But that's up. You know, that's for him and his family. So exactly, uh, exactly. Or him and his doctors or whatever. Exactly. You know, health and happiness of of all the talent is first and foremost in our mind. You know. Mm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the decision. I'm sure he's going to have to make. Uh, you know, at the conclusion of his recuperation process, under the advisement of his doctors. Um, and we'll see, you know, if, and if, if, you know, they advise him, Hey, probably not the best idea to get back in the wrestling ring. And he chooses not to, he's, he's a man of many talents. Oh dude. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. whether it's within WWE doing something there or outside the WWE, uh, he's going to be wildly successful. Absolutely. Uh, Sammy Zayn broke character. You know, he's yeah. got a whole line of like, he's hunting for Johnny Knoxville right now, mm -hmm. but he took, he's literally in the city of Knoxville. He's right actually now. there. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he took a, a moment here, broke character to respond to this. He says, it's a miracle just to be alive. Grateful for the chance to have this short time together, sharing the ring, sharing stories and sharing laughs. Some heartfelt words there from Sammy mm -hmm. Zayn, who, uh, you know, outside of his character seems to be an absolutely lovely and, and caring yep. and compassionate human being. That's why I'm a yep. huge fan of Sami Zayn, man. Another, another guy I would follow no matter what he did inside wrestling, outside wrestling or whatever. Thousand percent. He's terrific. Yes. Uh, let's talk about... Let's talk about two terrific wrestlers. Yeah, and, let's do that, man. And what one legendary wrestler apparently thinks of those two wrestlers. Ooh. So uh, here's a debate that I'm sure many a wrestling fan has engaged in. Who's better? Who? Brian Danielson mm -hmm. or AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ric Flair was posed with this very question in the latest episode of his podcast, which I believe is called Woo! Uncensored. Woo! And uh, apparently the nature boy is firmly in AJ's camp. So he's posed with this conversation. People saying Brian Danielson's better than AJ Styles. And Flair says, Brian Danielson is no AJ Styles. Not even close. Brian Danielson is, a is very good, but he's no AJ Styles. Come on. It's a big stretch to say that he's better than AJ Styles. Wow. Going to have to disagree with the nature boy on this one. Ooh, Larson says, fire me, you can't fire me. Here's the thing. Both phenomenal in-ring workers. Oh, yeah. Different styles. Oh, yeah. But both phenomenal. phenomenal. Excellent. All-timers. All-timers. In my estimation, which give where Brian Danielson has the edge, character work. Mm -hmm. I feel like Brian Danielson uh, uh, brings more complexity. Mm-hmm. To his character work, he's a better promo. Mm -hmm. um, not to take away anything from AJ Styles in ring work. Again, AJ's an all timer. But I feel like, at least from my perspective as a wrestling, uh, I can't say observer, as a wrestling fan and viewer, Brian Daniels, Brian Danielson might be on my my personal Mount Rushmore. Uh, he's an all timer for me. I'm giving the edge to Brian Daniels. Is there a Mount Rushmore, but just like one? Like, uh, like you know, on Superman three, like they went and they like redid. I'm sorry, Superman two. They went and they redid Mount Rushmore to be like Zod, Non, yeah. and Ursa. Ursa, yeah. Like if they just did that, and there was one person. Danielson might be that. He might be my all time guy. Um, I I agree with everything you said. I think I think I would give them. I'll, I'll be honest with you. If this was going in raw math, I would give yeah. them both tens in ring. Yeah, I would. I, I think yeah. that they're they're even Steven. I really do. AJ is phenomenal. That's not just his nickname. This dude is amazing. Brian Danielson, phenomenal. Yep. Both tens. Right. Both tens. 
where Danielson has them, I think, is in the character stuff. You're absolutely right, man. I, I, I'm just repeating what you said. You, you get him on a mic, he could be good. We've seen that. He's great at it. He could be bad. Oh, my gosh. He's like the best at it. This Whatever this iteration of Danielson is right now is prime. It's amazing. Um, not to say AJ's not good. I think AJ's terrific. I think he's pretty solid. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, Danielson... That dude, it's unfair. Now, the question is, what is, do you think this is Ric Flair shooting straight? Or is there an agenda here with Ric Flair? What's going on here? Because this seems a little extra. It seems not even close. It's a big stretch. What is going on? I'm sure he, he, you know, obviously he and AJ work together in in TNA. Yep. Was AJ part of Fortune? Man, what are you asking me this for? <laughs> Remember who you're talking to? What here? is this? Quizzlemania? Um, I, 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 despite the fact that I own not one but two TNA Impact shirts, I am the first thing from an Impact expert. Uh, Fear and Loathing confirms yes, Rick Flair is friend with AJ. I'm sure it's just a situation uh, that Rick is is friendly with AJ, wants to back up his friend. Confirmed. Fortune. All right, there you go. Give me one other guy who is in Fortune. Uh, wasn't Bob Rudin fortune? Yeah. Who is he closest with? James Storm. That's right. And there's one other guy. Oh, really? Desmond Wolf. Desmond Wolf. Yeah, you even got his TNA. He said, look <laughs> at you. You got no faith in yourself, man. I know I can bring it out of you. Um, yeah, who knows, man? I don't know. Maybe he thinks that's a legit. Maybe he's like, oh, AJ's in WWE and Danielson went to AEW, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't. Ric Flair is just is just Ric Flair these days. He just sort of says shit, and it's like, okay, well, that's interesting. It, it's fun. It's fun for a debate. It's fun to to talk about that. But look, man, I think both these guys are all timers. They're both great. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's just you see Danielson. I just mentioned this uh, what yesterday when we on Overrun our bonus episode. We talked about who were the early candidates for Wrestler of the Year. At this point, man, even in in late March, it's Danielson's to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, I I go back to that one look he gave. When Wheeler Yuta stepped up to to Regal, you know, and Danielson steps up, and what did he have on his face? Three very distinct, separate emotions, all written on the same thing. Yeah. He was impressed, he was ready to throw, and he was amused. All yeah. different things, and they are all conveyed all on his there. face. Right, this there, guy can do everything. It was like at first he was stepping up, he was ready to throw, and then when he realized that Yuta wasn't going to do it, that's when the amusement began. Yeah, but the entire time he was like, "Oh, this kid's got some moxie on him." I know, I know, it was great, yeah, great was stuff. Yeah, Danielson's tops in my books. Absolutely, absolutely tops. Yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move 
fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, let's talk NXT. You know, they're setting up for Stand Deliver. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in, in, in typical NXT fashion. There's a lot of throwing stuff at the wall, hoping something sticks. And it's funny listening to because we're doing a King of the Ring 96 uh, going into Raw View this sure. week. Yeah. And so I've been a little bit by a little bit listening to uh, JR's podcast on that show. And it's interesting hearing him talk about WWE's creative process, even back in 1996, mm-hmm. where they're bringing in a bunch of people. Uh, and that's, you know, like uh, I think uh, Conrad calls it the peak of WWE's vocational gimmick era. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and and where you know they had a character that was a plumber. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had the goon, so a hockey enforcer. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and Jr. just really described it as we're just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks, and hopefully somebody can get over. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. And you know, Pritchard was in the building back then. Mm-hmm. He was part of creative. He's apparently overseeing. It'd be in a broad sense, NXT mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. And it's just interesting to see that that sort of creative philosophy where here, we'll just try this. We don't yeah. know if it's going to work or not, even though on paper, it seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. We'll see if this works, see if someone can get this over. If not, we'll try something else. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a really haphazard approach to things. And granted, this is what NXT 2.0 now has pretty much been doing since it's reset. It's been in six October. months. It's been six months and a week. It was uh, yeah. well. The, the, the logo debuted. I think I, I read like mid September. I forget sure. that might have been in the vignette, and then they actually launched in the, in October, maybe. Um, so we're coming up. We're around the six month mark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There, there, there's a lot I enjoy about NXT. The the main thing that you know still sort of keeps me from really you know making it like must watch or anything is exactly what you said it's sort of like eh, how much of it doesn't really matter you know like they're they're sort of just at the whims of main roster and and it's not their own thing like they were before you know mm-hmm. before you could buy into it as its own thing even if you didn't even if you weren't into the idea that oh once they get called up they're gonna be you know rebranded which was a problem but still, like, you know, it didn't really matter to, to the actual product to 1.0 because once they're gone, they're gone. And you just you find new people to like. Um, but uh, but no, I don't know. It was, you know, it was what it was. There's stuff to like. There's stuff to be like whatever about. Um, I'll tell you something to like last night. We got to see Walter. I mean, we got to see Walter. Yeah, last dude, night he basically caved in Duke Hudson's chest. I felt so bad for Duke. I let Duke cracks me up, man. That the whole bit, you know, he does play, he does play, uh, sort of, uh, 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 serious in the face of absurdity really well. We sort of saw it with Cameron Grimes, but when Dexter Loomis was doing all that wild art stuff, and then he's like, how is he doing that? He's doing it so quick, and nobody else seems to notice that it's so ludicrous, except mm. for Duke Hudson. And then he shows this awesome drawing of Gunther, and uh, and then he got his chest caved in by Gunther. Um, yeah, I, I think, dude, I'm, I'm really hoping that it bodes well for Walter. Um, I don't know how stand and deliver is going to pan out. But if Braun Breaker is going to be head of the main roster, I mean, maybe they've got such a bridge these days that Braun Breaker can win the title and still go to Raw. And then, uh, but I, I, in my head, I sort of think that 
if Walter might be next in line, if they're looking at him to win that NXT title, which is a possibility given sort of the last couple of weeks, it seems like they're making him into this, what he should be, you yeah. know? I mean, he he he's the surest attraction in yeah. NXT 2.0 that they have. Yeah. yeah. Because he is unlike anybody else. And they let him be himself this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and him chopping the crap out of uh, Duke Hudson, I I could see I could see Walter being the guy to take that off Dolph as opposed to Braun Breaker at Stand and Deliver. I think that's a possibility. I don't know that I put a bunch of money on it, mm-hmm. but uh, but I could see that happening. Sure, and I think that's that that'd be terrific. That you know that'd get me into NXT a little bit more. But the, yeah. the way they're treating him, you know, I'm pretty happy with that. I I mean, I guess it's a possibility that Walter could take the title off Dolph. I have no idea what they plan on doing at, at Stand and Deliver. I mean, the, you would think that the story they've been telling with Braun is that he's super inexperienced. And this is the story of him essentially learning how to be a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm, yeah. Part of that is, you know, getting suckered into that triple threat, losing the title because of it. Now defeating Dolph, who is kind of the representative right now of main roster as major leagues. Mm-hmm. Braun beats him and shows, Hey, not only am I uh, on par with a main roster wrestler, so is NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if that's the story they tell, they've been outside of like that one year Survivor Series. They did, they've done so much more in terms of uh, establishing NXT as a third brand by doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is you know not even the point of NXT at this juncture. Yeah, no, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Honestly, like the the entire thing about NXT is like let's just let's just break Triple H's heart. <laughs> you know, I mean, that kind of feels like. I mean, I think it. I think I honestly do think it had more to do. We've talked about this with getting in people that Vince McMahon would prefer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and to do that, they just sort of like wiped the decks clean, gave it a complete rebrand, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh. We've got. Uh. So this was interesting. Uh. The Dusty Cup Women's Finals last night. Io Shirai <clears throat> and Kaylee Ray took the cup in a terrific match against mm-hmm. uh, Wendy really Chu and, uh, and uh, Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, uh, uh, Kaylee Ray declared that instead of cashing in their title opportunity against the tag champions, Io and Kaylee Ray inserted themselves into the uh, women's title match at Stand and Deliver. And given mm-hmm. that there's no actual GM there, uh, what Kaylee Ray says goes. And so Mandy Rose didn't even contest it. I mean, they just started fighting. They just she she started yeah. throwing hands, but she was like, "Okay, then," <laughs> and then yeah. took some hands to them. Um, so look, this should be a fantastic match. It should be. You know, we we saw some people here in chat before we started, and I looked into it on Twitter. There's some chatter, but nothing from like a, 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 a like a news outlet saying that Gigi Joel is injured. Yeah. So. Don't know if she is. There's a lot of people talking about it as as a reason why they pivoted from tag title match to um, the fatal four for the women's title. Again, just because there's Twitter chatter doesn't mean there's any injury. Gigi was part of the brawl last night. Well, White Brownie says you can also see Gigi leaving the ring quickly before the brawl. Oh, did she actually leave before the brawl? She wasn't involved in the brawl. So we're, we're talking about here is rumor and speculation. Exactly. Um, so yeah, when I before knowing that, you know, the match will be really good because yeah. there's a lot of really good wrestlers in it. Yeah. Same time though, I was like, well, this is the second time you've had this tournament, and 
the whole point of this is to get a tag title shot. You're not going to do tag title shot. You're kind of devaluing the tournament a little bit. Um, but you know, if the circumstances are someone's hurt, can't mm-hmm. defend the tag titles, then now I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, no confirmation that she's actually hurt. We don't yeah. It, it'll be interesting to, 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 to get a, a line on this. If, if it actually does come out that that was the case, um, I mean, at stand and deliver right now, what are we looking at? We've got the fatal four way women's match. We've got Dolph versus, uh, uh, uh Braun. Braun. We've got, we got LA Knight, LA Knight, Walter. We got the North American ladder match, which is going to be great. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, so that's four matches. Uh, so probably one more that we're not thinking. Of. Oh, Champa and, uh, and Tony D'Angelo. And we got the men's tag, uh, titles. Yeah. So six, I think that's an actual match. that's happening. Yeah. It is, uh, it is. So six. Threat, yeah. And, uh, any of these takeovers, I mean, I know takeovers of old, really long matches. They're probably going to want to devote a lot of time to these matches. I mean, they're not going to, yeah. you're not going to get that women's fatal four way in, in seven minutes, you know? No, I mean, like the last show they had was a takeover. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they gave all the matches time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, who knows? Maybe they have other, uh, you know, reasons for doing the women's tag titles that way. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we'll I, find dude, out. I really like Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai as an actual tag team. Yeah. Yeah, me too. They're good. And they got, they've, they've got some pieces for some other tag teams that they could really, they mm-hmm. could utilize. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, let's talk about this really quick. Grayson Waller beat a kid. Yeah. Given that a kid was the last guy to be in the ring there with uh, Carmelo and had had some words for him, they didn't do the announcement for the losers match until you know they could have they could have put that off later. A kid was in there. Can we? A kid's got to get in this ladder match, right? Yeah, I would think so. I would think he's gonna he's gonna win that that last chance triple threat match, get in the ladder match, and you know, I mean, I would suspect Carmelo is gonna retain, and then maybe out of that, we'll get Carmelo versus a kid. A feud going forward, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I wonder how the date went between uh, a mom and uh, Trick Williams, because he indicated that he was going to take a mom out on the town. Yeah. How do you think that went, Larson? Uh, I don't know, but a kid didn't seem terribly happy to hear about about all that. No, he doesn't want a new stepdad. <laughs> he don't want a stepdad named Trick. <laughs> Uh, before we get to the recap, let's talk about one board thing. So uh, during the Creed uh, Brothers match, oh yeah, you go up on the Tron and there is a pair of people that are absolutely trashing the Diamond Gym. Yeah. Now they had kind of set things up for you to, to think, well, maybe MSK was involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. it was Imperium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creed seemed to think it was Grizzly Young Veterans. That's why they had the match with them last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, it's none of those teams. It's right. Somebody new. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get a whole lot of clues during the the the, the vandalizing, save for you said you noticed that one of them had some fancy shoes on, right? It, it looked like there was a boot that went by. I'm gonna load this up on my on my other uh, on my news and information uh, uh, monitor oh, cool. over here. Cool. Because while you do that, I'll, uh, initially I thought it was gonna be maybe they're bringing someone in for main roster. Yeah. A tag team to feud with the Creeds. Um, but, uh, you know, if we're talking a, a fancy shoe, someone in the chat mentioned it earlier, possibility of Pretty Deadly yeah, moving from NXT UK, and my camera froze again, to yeah. uh, NXT 2.0. And I think that would be awesome. I think that'd be great. I think that that'd be really something else. I mean, dude, look, A-Kid sort of unexpectedly just got thrown over to 2.0. It stands to reason they are going to be pulling people from 
our favorite WWE promotion, NXT UK, um, and uh, and bringing them on over. Pretty deadly or like a main roster. They'd perfect for 2.0. I'll be honest with you. I think they're perfect yeah. for main roster. Yeah. Um, I think they bring a lot. Uh, let's see if I can. It was a little bit later on the show that this happened. Let's see here. We've got. Oh, that was too. That was the main event. When did this actually go down? It was. Oh, here we go. It was after the Creed Brothers match. There's the finish to that. They're celebrating. Okay. So here we go. What did it say? It says, don't. Okay. I'm looking at this right here. So one guy is spray painting. Don't cry. Don't cry is what they wrote. Is that is that a clue, Larson? Don't cry? Not really. <laughs> Maybe somebody in chat. Maybe an enterprising detective in chat. Creed Brothers, you clearly can't find us, so we'll find you is what they wrote on the thing. Oh, yeah, the text message thread. They there, there's like yeah. a text message. It says, until then, enjoy the view. So they're, oh, oh, let's see here. Okay, yeah, no, it is a nice-looking boot, some sort of fancy-skinned boot. Not maybe rattleskin, I don't know. Let's see here. But, yeah, fancier boot, pretty deadly. They're pretty fancy with their attire. I think that's probably would not be shocking. Yeah, I would not be surprised if that is the case. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't see. Uh -oh. I mean, MSK, I mean, I think MSK, they're more partial to like Jordans and stuff, I think, right? I think so. Frederick Bedino here in chat says, Pretty Deadly's tag finish is called Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk. Hey, Frederick the Dino broke the case, man. Mystery solved here. Mystery solved. Pretty Deadly confirmed becoming to NXT 2.0. That's uh, Let's dive into the recap. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So the show kicked off with Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes arriving at the Performance Center. They get out of their car. Uh, Carmelo's uh, saying they got two uh, qualifier matches for the ladder match. Mellification matches. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and uh, Trick Williams is 
is is laying out the bona fides of each of the people uh, vying for a spot last night. But Mello says in the end doesn't matter. They're all fighting for a spot in my ladder match. Absolutely. Uh, we kicked off with one of those matches. We had Roderick Strong versus Solo Sokoa. Heck of a match here. Mello and Trick were both on commentary. Uh, and uh, But in the end, man, Roderick Strong, this does not look good for his chances against Ilya. Well, uh, I didn't think we I think we kind of thought his chances looked bleak. I'm just saying you want to go into that match pretty strong. You look, I'm acting like I'm on a pre-show panel right now. <laughs> this this yeah. this this is not the kind of momentum you want going into an NXT UK no. title match. No. Because uh Solo won here with a splash over Roderick Strong. Yeah, it was a fun bout. Mm -hmm. Physical. It totally was, yeah. Physical. After that, we're backstage. Persia and Indy Hartwell are, are arguing about the TMZ article that was written about uh, the makeout session between uh, Persia and Duke, Indy and Dexter that happened last week on NXT. Mm -hmm. uh, Indy says, since basically since her name was mentioned first in that article, that she won that just like she proved that she was the better woman by defeating Persia last week. Persia says, all right, you pulled my tights. Mm -hmm. You're just jealous. Uh, of of myself and Duke Index is out. Dusha is in. That's a terrible name. It is. <laughs> that's they a took terrible Duke, name, Persia, man. Put them together. It's bad. Yeah, so Andy says Dexter is going to beat Tony D'Angelo tonight. And if you and Duke want to come watch ringside, you're invited. You are invited. After that, we had Tony D'Angelo versus Dexter Loomis. D'Angelo picks up the win here, but only because... Uh, there was uh, some push and pull between Persia and uh, and Tony D over the crowbar, and uh, and he ended up grabbing it from her as the ref like was distracted, I guess, by the entire movement well, of he, everything. He ducked. The ref oh, ducked. he ducked. Right. He, he the ducked. Crowbar. Yeah. yeah. And so Tony D'Angelo ended up whacking uh, uh, Dexter Loomis with it. And, Although uh, the ref could the make here. the inference that by ducking that Dexter Loomis got hit with it. And he, therefore, yeah. there should, should have been a disqualification. You would have thought, because he sort of looked up as Tony D'Angelo still had it, and then he chucked it out, if my memory serves me, which it might not. It's entirely possible. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Then after that, uh, let's see here. Tony gets on the mic. Uh, oh, Tony ends up winning. Not only did he hit him with a thing, he hits his uh, neckbreaker finish, which looks a lot more crisp these days. He's eliminated like the the lead up to it. Which yeah, is it used good. to be Northern Lights leading into it. He got rid of that. Yeah, but now uh, he's just not doing a, a neckbreaker. It's like a combo neckbreaker, perfect plex type deal. It looks cool. It's a good looking yeah. finish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's got. A, he gets on the mic. He says, "Hey, Champa, I didn't come out last week to pay tribute to you. I set the hook. You took the bait. The new dawn of NXT arrives to stand and deliver." He's interrupted by Champa's music, but Champa attacks him from behind, hits him with a fairy tale ending, takes the mic, and says, uh, he says, I you don't get to tell me when I'm done. He says, Stand and deliver maybe my final chapter in NXT. And if it is, because who knows if I'm going to main roster? I don't even know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. He says, I'm gonna write my own fairy tale ending. So this this presents a bit of a problem for Stand and Deliver, man. Because like how many people can Champa put over on his way out the door? If he never actually leaves the door, at a certain point, he's going to be like in Draco Anthony territory where, you know, he's just losing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Although Draco mm -hmm. Anthony these days doesn't actually lose. He doesn't have matches. He just gets harassed by Joe Gacy. Yeah, that was weird. That was really um, weird. So after that, we got a Dirty Dogs interview. McKenzie kind of does a segue talking about Champa leading up to this interview. And Bob Roode says, all I want to talk about Tommaso Champa. All I want to talk about is myself, glorious one, Robert Roode. Says, I think everyone's forgotten I'm a former NXT champion. 
I dominated this place for 12 months without me paving the, the way NXT would have never reached the level of sat tonight. And Braun would have never got an opportunity to become an NXT superstar. Uh, Dolph says, says Braun is two weeks away from the biggest match of his life. But tonight, Bob Rude will pummel him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells uh, Rude, though, leave some scraps for me. Uh, and Braun says doesn't measure up uh, to uh, the former or the current NXT champs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we get Steve's favorite, Grayson Waller, dropping a promo. I'll take care of this, Steve, since you don't like him. Um, it's pretty much, hey, stand liver, top show of the year. I was the last man standing in match against LA Knight. I'll be the last man standing uh, in ladder match after I beat a kid. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, after that, we I'll be honest with you, I didn't even see that promo. Uh, oh, really? That's a good thing I took care yeah, of. Yeah, I don't know. Why not? That's weird. Um, we had Electra Lopez versus Fallon Henley. Fallon Henley now is firmly seemingly in the faction of Briggs and Jensen because mm-hmm. she jits, she ditched like the indie worker ring gear for uh like uh some jean shorts and like uh like a flannel sort of cut off top. Uh that didn't help her here in her loss against Electra Lopez. Of course this feature <laughs> It was pretty funny when at the beginning when Briggs and Jensen were trying to hype him up. Jensen says, you're, you're a beautiful lady. <laughs> and Briggs is like, that's not going to help her. Get in yeah. there and kick some ass. You'll do great. Yeah. <laughs> you're a beautiful lady. <laughs> Anyways, during the match, Briggs and Jensen. So Legato comes over as Electra Lopez has uh, uh, Fallon up against the ropes and they start taunting her. Briggs and Jensen comes over. They start brawling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallon starts to come back, hits a running bulldog. Gets a two with that, but Lopez hits that blue thunder bomb finish mm-hmm. for the win there. Yeah. Uh, next, we get Draco Anthony at the locker room. His phone rings. He looks at it, throws it in the locker. Oh, yeah. It's not, can't do that. So Zion Quinn walks in. Phone rings again. Again, Draco looks at it, throws it in the locker. And so Quinn asks, is that Joe Gacy? And Draco says, yeah, he's been blowing me up all week. And he shows him a video that apparently <laughs> Joe Gacy sent yeah. of him saying, hey, you don't have to live this life all alone. And it goes on a little bit. Draco then, after that video is over, doesn't just throw his phone into the locker. He throws it across the room at a locker. I think the subtext here is clear. He's got an Android, tired of being a big dummy, looking for any way to get rid of it so he can upgrade to an iPhone. I think for that to be true, he'd need to have insurance on that phone, though. I'm sure he does. Well, I mean, I'm not going to make that assumption. Oh, I make that assumption. <laughs> I'm not going to make that assumption. <laughs> not everybody gets the insurance on their phones, Steve. So anyways, uh, Zion tells them, you know what you have to do. And Draco says, yeah. Get a gun. Handle my business like a man. <laughs> Get a gun. And Get a duffel Zion. bag with knives in it, like the Undertaker on that Jordy interview. And Zion says, well, I have your back. Yeah, that's nice, Zion. Uh, after that, we had a Dakota Kai Wendy Chu interview. Uh, Wendy says last year Dakota went into the finals with her best friend, and she won it. This year she's going to win it with her new best friend. She says we're at the same level that Kai and Raquel were at last year, except Kai kicked Raquel in the face, and then uh, Raquel power bomb uh, Chagona bombed her, and uh, now they totally despise each other. And Kai's like, okay, yeah. She's like, you've had too much orange soda today. She says, I don't know if uh, uh, if we, me and Wendy would have worked out, would work out, but tonight uh, I'm going to put my name on that trophy a second time. Eo and Kaylee Ray are great, but tonight is our night. Yep. Uh, then we get Bob Rude versus Braun Breaker. We get that glorious oh, entrance. Man, it was awesome. The, the spinning pedestal. 
the pose, it's the terrific. music, the, the music, robe, the all the of that. shit. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, so good. Miss that. Miss that so much. It'd be, it'd be great if his character uh, upon his call-up wasn't just theme song oh, or the concept sad. of being glorious. That's yeah. all it was. Boy, that was that was disappointing. Anyway, it really was. was. Fun, man. Robert this was a good match. Like he was having all sorts of fun, man. Uh, in the end, though, uh, uh, Rude comes off the second rope, and he lands right into Braun's finish. And yeah. uh, and Braun gets the win here. We did get to see a Frankensteiner, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and we did get to see a glorious DDT. And we saw a glorious DDT. It's just he was too beat up to make that cover immediately. He was good mm-hmm. on protecting his finish uh, and took a little time to get the cover. Braun kicked out of that, uh, so that was a big deal. Uh, but, yeah, in the end, Braun got the win here. Uh, and as he went up the ramp, his face was to the crowd, inexperience, and uh, Dolph sneaks up from behind him. Bang! Super kick to the face. Yep. Uh, then we get Indy and Persia or Indy and Dexter backstage. Dexter's ice in his head. Uh, Persia and Duke walk in, <clears throat> and then Indy asks Persia, "Hey, did you let go of the crowbar on purpose?" Mm. And Persia says, "Of course not. Tony ripped it out of my hand. Stop making excuses why your man lost. Duke would never make excuses like that. My man gets the job done inside and outside the ring." And Duke's like, "Yeah, that's right." So Indy asks Persia. Uh, if she knows that her boyfriend is Duke and not John Cena, Persia says, yeah, and Duke could beat him or any other man on the roster. And Indy goes, is that so? And so Dexter walks behind his easel. He's got a pad of paper there. He starts just furiously drawing. His arms are going, and like half the time his hand's not even on the, you know, connecting yeah, with the canvas here. furiously doing something. Yeah. And so uh, Indy says, well, I yeah, can Duke beat Dun dun dun, Gunther. It's a really good drawing Walter. of Gunther. It's too. a really good drawing of Walter. Yeah, it's a really good drawing. Uh, real quick here, Cultaholic rated us with a party of sixty-five. What's up, thank fellas? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. What's thank you. up? Hopefully, you guys had a good stream over there. Um, yeah, I, the Duke Duke was cracking me up during this whole thing. He was just confused. He's like, "What is this?" Uh, also, Duke has failed inside and outside the ring, Larson. He loses a lot, and he's a failed poker room guy. Yeah, like, we've he's seen had, he, that already. He's faced a lot of failure. So uh, Persia says, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course, Duke can beat Walter. This next part cracked me up, man. I love these Chase University video packages. It seems like Chase, Andre Chase, is creating some monsters in his image. In this case, his number one guy, Bodie. He's presenting an essay on what an essay, an oral essay on what fortitude means to him. He's talking about his essay, and he's pointing out uh, all that Von Wagner has done, challenging Chase U's fortitude, his own fortitude. He says, he gave me that nasty black eye. I really wish they would have run with that for a couple weeks. The black eye saga was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. He says, but I never missed a class. And then some guy in the front raises his hand, and Bodie's, he, Bodie yells at him. He rips into him. He's like, how could you interrupt me? And uh, Chase says, man, Bodie, where does that anger come from? Calm down. He says, who taught you to how to speak that way? And Bodie says, you did, Chase. You did. And Andre stops and pauses and reflects, and he says, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. And then he yells at the guy, too. He says, shut the fuck up. And then Bodie says he's going to beat Von Wagner next week. We get to see Von Wagner a little bit. But first, we have Grayson Walla versus A-Kid. Yeah. Jobbing out A-Kid. Yeah. Second pretty, match. It, pretty quickly, too. It was not a long match. Yeah, man. It was a pretty quick match. I mean, yeah. it was a good match while it lasted. But it was pretty quick. Yeah, no, it was fine. But A-Kid needs a better trade. You could just see the writing on the wall for A-Kid, man. Yeah. He's just he's the the cruiserweight. They don't have a cruiserweight title anymore. They don't have a cruiserweight title anymore. I, I, I don't know what they're gonna do with him, man. 
Uh, maybe either. teach him how to do an Irish accent. He can be another guy with Butch and Ridge hanging out at the pubs back in the days of old. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Or so Matador. Uh, after that, after the loss, Mello grabs the mic and says, oh, I just realized we're missing one man from the ladder match. So next week, three losers of their matches will take part in a last chance triple threat bout. So it's going to be Grimes versus Strong versus A-Kid. And then Mello t- tells A-Kid, you may be A-Kid, but you'll never be the A-Champ. Mm-hmm. And that's when Trick says, tonight, I'm taking out A-Mama. <laughs> A-Kid did not like that very much. Nope. Keep an open mind, man. Maybe Trick would make for a good stepdad. You never know. Uh, after that, uh, we've got Robert Stone, who, by the way, is dressed to the nines. Yeah. He, he looks, always is, though. He, oh, no, he always looks spectacular. But then you look at that sack of crap Von Wagner. He's got like the like the most off the rack, two sizes too big clown suit on. I know. His hair looks like he hasn't washed it in a couple weeks. Oh, he looks a mess. Like if you're going to do this with Von Wagner, clean up a little bit, man. I know. Maybe it's a process, you know? Maybe it's it's a, a process that seems to be getting worse. I feel like the first week he was in a suit, he looked better than he did last night. Yeah. Maybe on the that developmental money, he can only really afford one tailored suit. You know, everything else has to be off the rack. It's like the time Marge had that one dress. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Yvonne, then it's like kind of shoves the, the the tablet aside and says, hey, one thing at a time, Bodie Miller next week. Not Bodie Miller, Bodie Hayward. Mm-hmm. Bodie Miller was a skier, I think. I think so, yeah. Uh, and then they move on. And so there's uh, when, uh, so Robert Stone was showing footage of Jack at time interrupting him talking to yeah. Uh, I would presume uh, a performance center uh, uh, athlete. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it turns out I, I saw because they, they tweeted that bit out mm-hmm. and tagged Sophia Cromwell. Ah, okay. So I think that's who this is. She walks in yeah. and asks Stone, hey, you have time to talk now to continue our conversation? He goes, yes. They step away. Yeah. He's like, wait, where are you going, Robert? I want to hear this conversation. Yeah. Robert, I'm not wearing underwear. I forgot. I forgot where I put them, Robert. Okay. I couldn't afford underwear. I spent all my money on my one tailored suit. I spent all my money on this one suit. Do you have some quarters for the laundromat? Laundromat. <laughs> it's like you're not supposed to wash. <laughs> like put suits in the wash. You get dry clean. <laughs> What's that? I put it in the sun. Does that cost two fifty like the laundry? <laughs> do I just put the do I put the quarters in the dryer instead of the washer? Mm-hmm. Are they clean that way at the laundromat? Uh, then they'll be dry. And after that, we had the Creed Brothers versus Grizzled Young Veterans. We have a Zach Gibson promo to kick it off. He says, why are you so angry? He says, I understand you got jumped and you think it was us, but do you really trust that beef jerky is? (laughs) He says, we didn't jump you from behind because if they did, it'll be meaning we'll get you straight on and then they just attack attack him from from the front. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Didn't matter, though. They lost. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Uh, so uh, the Creeds get the win here. Uh, James Drake took the loss. He gets hit with a, a slam, sliding clothesline from Brutus. And on the Tron, we see two individuals vandalizing, mm-hmm. as he talked at the beginning of the show, Diamond Mines Jim, and while they're texting him. And, yeah, it seems pretty, pretty clear that it's going to be pretty deadly. That don't cry. That was a clue. And yep. then our chat figured it out. Bunch of smart people here in our chat, or at least one named Frederick the Dino. Yeah. Uh, then we had a uh, uh, Valter versus oh. Duke Hudson. Oh, shit. That first chop. Oh my gosh! So loud. 
All of them. All so of them. loud. Yeah. Actually, I think the second one was the loudest in my estimation. Whole, the one maybe I'm thinking. The, maybe the, I'm thinking. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Because the so, third, then the second or third one was kind of dull. So maybe second, you're thinking of the second one. The second one. The second and third ones were back to back. Okay. And the second one, I think, was the one where the the crowd started chanting. Yeah. And Duke's chest just immediately got all bright oh, red. Man. And yeah. Skin got busted up. That was rough. Holy shit. That and, was. Amazing. And Duke sold it like crazy. Get chopped to the mat. I don't know if you have much choice, honestly. I think that's you, you get, think that's a shoot, huh? To a degree. I mean, collapse. he bumps. He'll bump, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know how much you can really sell that. You get chopped by Walter. You just That's natural reaction, I guess. So anyways, uh, finish sees Walter hits a pair of huge chops, a boot, and a powerbomb to get the win. Sadly, Walter, he did not do the full, full weight. Yeah, full body. It's the only thing video. missing. It's the only thing missing from this match. So anyways, Walter grabs a mic, calls himself the most dominant competitor in NXT, but I'm still being overlooked as a disgrace that someone like L.A. Knight yeah. talk himself. And he gets interrupted by, yeah, yeah, L.A. Knight. He comes to the ring. He says, let me talk to you. And Walter tells him to shut up. You represent everything that is wrong with this sport today. Lots of talking, very little skill. You can talk yourself in the title matches, but you don't have what it takes to win them. I mean, Walter's got a point. Yeah. Oh, you got a point here. Knight tells Walter, he says, listen, yeah, if you interrupt me one more time, I'll knock your block head off your dad body. Hey, man, that dude worked so hard to get that dad bot, okay? I think Walter's done a great job. He's goals yeah. to me, man. Heck yeah. Anyways, he says, uh, he says, I was going to use my words to set up a match, but since Walter doesn't like me using my words, I'll use a different route. He says, and then he attacks Walter, and then Imperium beats up LA Knight. MSK run out to make the save. And they clear Imperium from the ring. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we got Cameron Grimes this promo. This was so depressing. It really was. <laughs> this was so depressing. Zero energy Cameron Grimes. I, I mean, it, any semblance of the man that was is gone. I know. Just I know. gone. So he says, everyone knows I wear my heart on my sleeve. Last week, I was frustrated in my emotion and emotional. He says, my father was my hero, my best friend. He lived and breathed this business so much that I was in the ring when I was in diapers. He talks about how his father passed away shortly after he signed with NXT. And he says, that's why next week is the biggest match of my career, a chance to get that final spot in the ladder match, fulfill the promise I made to my father. Next week, I'll do whatever it takes to get the win. Yep. And then we had our main event, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. There was some fun stuff here. I like Wendy Chu's little comedy gimmicks here, mm-hmm. using the pillow to block the 619. That was great. That was really that was cool, yeah. That was good stuff. But in the end, uh, I believe it was a moonsault from mm-hmm. Io Shirai that put away Wendy Chu uh, to get the win here. New Dusty Rhodes Classic uh, Champions, Tournament Champions. So, yep. Cool. And them. then, uh, yeah, afterwards. Uh, confetti's fallen. Toxic attraction gets in the ring. Mandy says, cut the music. Champ has something to say. First of all, congratulations for winning the Dusty Cup. He said, She says, even though Wendy and Dakota blew it, but if EO and Kaylee Ray think they're going to beat Gigi and Jace to become tag titles, you're sadly mistaken. And so Kaylee Ray says, we agree with you, Mandy. We got into the Dusty Cup uh, with the goal of destroying toxic attraction. The best way to do that is to go after the leader and take what's most important, most important to her. Uh, EO says that Mandy said that she'd fight anyone for the title. And so Kaylee Ray says uh, they think they're going to cash in their opportunity from when the Dusty Cup and make the women's title match a fatal four-way. And then Gigi's got a, a glass of champagne 
throws it in the, in the face of Kaylee Ray. Huge brawl breaks out. Cora Jade joins in, and then her and EO and Kaylee Ray clear the ring to close mm-hmm. the show. Yep. Yep. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. I've got a thread over here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Great way to support the show. We got all sorts of bonus content. And if you can't Indeed. make the show live, you can leave a question on our question thread. Uh, Wolfpack for Life wants to know if we have heard anything about Elias because he thinks he'd make a good addition to 2.0. Um, Faisal select the last week. Ago. Oh, last yeah. week. Last week or two weeks ago. I think it was just last week. Um, had a, a, a write up about Elias. Um, recommend checking that out if 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 you're curious about that. And just like in general, Faisal select is great. Well, did they say anything that was like pertinent to? I, don't I mean, I, 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 don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the last thing I remember hearing was like, I think it's just creatively they have nothing for him. Yeah, like they basically metaphorically, I guess, killed him off. Or he his his character killed his gimmick off in those mm-hmm. vignettes, and then uh, like they were going to there's like pieces to the puzzle. They were gonna debut. They they were they had ideas for him, and then apparently when Vince or Bruce or whoever saw his getup, he they were like, it looks like Macho Man. We're not gonna yeah. do that. Yeah. And then you, his render in like 2K22 or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, there was like a roster shot of him, and, and he was wearing like trunks, macho man type stuff. It is kind of like yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I would speculate that they just don't have anything for him right now. Yeah, it'd be my guess too. Uh, Ears of Justice with the sub. Thank you so much. Uh, Nikhil says, "How would you sort out the pacing issues on WWE TV? All their shows have too many recaps. I would lessen the amount of recaps. Fewer recaps. Yeah, that's the I mean, answer. Honestly, like." Uh, when I look at sometimes AEW Dynamite even runs at too fast a pace. Uh, but I think if you want to fit everything in and keep the momentum going, then that's what you got to do. You just you just go from one to boom, boom, boom to the mm-hmm. next and the next and the next, and then let people breathe during the matches. And you have that's yeah. why you have longer matches. And then yeah. the finishes to those matches are really exciting because they you know they're longer matches. They built they built the match, yeah. Mm-hmm. Built the finish. Yeah. I mean, uh, Cornbread Haas here says their match at Stand Deliver that makes it must watch. Uh, who's ma- who's match? No, is there a match? Oh, is there a match at Stand Deliver that's must watch? Yeah, it's Walter versus. Uh, L.A. Night. Yeah. See all these chops unless Walter's going to lose, which I don't think he's going to. No, I doubt. I don't think he's going to lose. The one thing the one thing that the one thing that you you want in a company is a guy who's really over who can lose a lot. And that's kind of L.A. Night. Like that dude loses all the time. And it doesn't really matter because he's super over. over. He's He's really over. Exactly. Something else. J.R. talks about the King of the Ring 96. Mm -hmm. About people lobbying not to lose. And says if you're if if you're if if you are that concerned about losing, you must not be over enough to to get wins. Essentially, that was kind of that was one of the points that I was thinking about after the fact when you and I were having the spirited discussion about Eddie Kingston. Is that that's a guy who like is is one of those things that as a promoter, wouldn't you really want that a guy who can just lose, 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 and still be wildly over 
with the crowd. Uh, in his case, though, he got that win. Well, I mean, the, I, I understand that, but part of the story they were setting up with Eddie is going even going back to his match because Brian Danielson is uh, Eddie's not good enough to win. Right. But, so if a story is not good enough to win, then to to come to the logical conclusion of that story, he has to win a match of importance. Otherwise, there's no arc there. But again, you don't really need that if you're going to be over regardless. Unless you're telling a story about that. Then you kind of need him to win. Uh, Dave Matuszek says, considering that LA Knight and Gunther will face off against each other next Saturday, do you ever feel conflicted as to whom to root for if you like them both? If Walter's in a match, I root for him. <laughs> but let's say there's two guys. If it was Walter and Brian Danielson, then yes. Then I'm just rooting for good wrestling. Which is a guarantee if you got Walter and Brian Danielson. So here's where I stand on that. Whoever needs the win more, like Walter would need that win more than Danielson. Because Danielson's done it all. Walter still is like one loss away from being released, which might actually be better because then he'd just show up in AEW and he'd probably be used better. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I go for whoever I think needs the win more. That's a good outlook. Yeah. Uh, dang MQ, if Seth Rollins show up in NXT 2.0, should he wear a suit that matches the colors of NXT 2.0? Absolutely. If who? Seth? Yeah. Yeah. So all the colors. It's like a Jackson Pollock yeah, thing. It'd be a Jackson Pollock thing, which I think he's worn stuff like that before. Yeah, he has. He has. It should Not just be like a translucent right. well, or iridescent. Cool. Sorry, an iridescent. iridescent yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Golden Gunther asks, why aren't EO and to some extent Kyrie Sane treated better or at least given more of the Oscar treatment given that they're considered to be some of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time? Because they don't really care about how good of a wrestler you are. They care about the what you bring as an attraction. I mean, EO has won basically everything there is to win in NXT. And you can't really... Yeah, I mean, how much better can she be treated? You know, she has literally won like everything except for like, I guess, the tag titles, huh? No, she won the tag titles with Zoe Stark. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's done everything, man. Uh, White Brownie, with the way this fatal four-way match was set up, is it possible that both Kaylee Ray and EO are getting called up for Raw SmackDown after Mania? Better chance EO is getting called up than than Kaylee Ray because Kaylee Ray just got there. You know, dude, with call-ups, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, yeah, I, totally. I have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like these days a bigger indicator is like if they have a match on main event. Or if they ha- if they're on Raw, like Grayson mm-hmm. Waller, I could see him getting called up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Cameron asks, going in Raw is allowed a final say in all WWE creative for a year, but one of you has to get your chest beat to hamburger meat by Gunther. Okay, we, I'd rather just have a paycheck. <laughs> Look, I'm not so I'm I'm not gonna get beat up just so I can have final say on WWE. That's their job. Not my job. I mean, if you just take a couple chops from Walter and you get veto power, that's tempting. You have to answer emails, probably take meetings at two o'clock in the morning. No, but if you have final say in all that, guess what? Nine to five job. (laughs) Uh, All right, you can take the chops. We'll take the chops. You can take the chops. Veto power? Yeah. Uh, And I'll get some of that veto power. 
Uh, Darius the Great says, when looking at NXT 1.0 and 2.0, what may, who by the end of the year, who would be champion? What, a main roster or an NXT? Raw and SmackDown. Walter. What about on SmackDown? I gave my answer, Steve. <laughs> See, look at that, dude. I just throw it to you and you hit it out of the park. <laughs> uh, Darius says, when looking at NXT 1.0 and 2.0, what media property and its reboot sequel is it most like? He says, for example, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Right. That would not work because World is a sequel to Park. They sort of retcon out two and three, I think. But but Jurassic World is like a sequel to Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't work. This is more like RoboCop 1 and 2, isn't it? It's more like RoboCop I mean, 1 and 2 and then 3 being the sequel that 2.0 is. Sorry. Yeah, I meant I meant 1 and then the reboot 1. It wasn't, oh, gotcha. It's not strictly a reboot, though, because there's people left over. There's an answer to this question. What the fuck is it? Something that was basically. Re- oh, you know what it is? It's Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Because like they just got rid of everything that they didn't want to get rid of in Suicide Squad for the new for the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And then kept some stuff that they liked in that. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet would L.A. Knight work on main roster, even though he and basically he could be seen as face version of the Miz. Yeah, he's a good character. He's a great promo. Oh, I don't think he's in it. I don't see much about the Miz there. I think he'd be fine on main roster. He might actually have more success on main roster. He has an NXT. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he's definitely gotten a crowd, man. He He has gotten himself over. He connects. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston, we were talking about seeing NXT alum come back to NXT, book an NXT reunion class reunion. Well, the problem is a lot of people that probably could come back aren't not, don't work for WWE anymore. Yeah, it's like what Shinsuke, Kevin Owens, Finn, Sammy. Yeah, horsewoman, horsewoman. It's a big one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, interesting. Julio says, hey, friendos, don't have a 2.0 question, but I did just finish listening to the Raw review, and when you guys were talking about the recaps, I thought about something. Hmm. Do people still flip through channels? He says, I can't remember the last time I flipped through channels because everything has a guide now, and I can't think of a TV service where there isn't a guide. That's a fair point. I don't flip through channels per se, but I do scroll through the guide, so that's a fair point. I think it's exclusively a scrolling through the guide thing. Yeah, but does Vince think that way? <laughs> does he think maybe people still do flip through the channel? Literally, does he know how that shit works in the living room? Like, does he I give any thought to it? I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just asking the question out loud. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he understands. I, th- I think he knows that change the channel is sort of just a archaic thing now. Yeah, yeah, it's just a way of saying they can turn their attention elsewhere. Uh, Hartman asked, where does Gorillas of Destiny go now that they aren't in Bullet Club anymore? I saw that they were they had something with uh, Taguchi and Master Wado the other day. I saw still that. Mm-hmm. But then also uh, uh, Tanahashi was involved in something as well. Well, New Japan does a lot of stuff with like their legends. Like they put them off oftentimes in uh, like the first round of the New Japan Cup for them to get eliminated quickly. They'll put them in uh, Rambos uh, for them to get eliminated. So I think Gorillas of Destiny... Legends at this point head straight to the Yuji Nagatas of the world to uh, the Tenzins, Tenzans, Tenzans, yes. Kojima. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that they're sort of in there with them, don't you think? No. Yeah. I mean, they were just tag champs not long ago, so. Yeah, but you know that's done with. They're not even put them in House of Torture as different characters. Oh wow. I don't. Wow. Know. I don't know, man. Uh, Dark Dank Lucha says, "Are y'all gonna check out the Republic of Lucha Year One show tonight on Fight?" He says, "I think it's on either before or after Dynamite tonight." Dynamite's on. I gotta watch that. No. Hard Sorry. no. No, absolutely not. You saw it. You're gonna watch it for us, Dark Tank Lucha. So I mean, just he, when when we see he, when we see the chat again, he was there. Oh, was this the thing that he went to? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, no, I saw a bunch of his videos yeah. that he recorded. That's good enough for me. Or he can just you know break it down for us here in chat in like one relatively lengthy highlighted message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, good. Uh, oh wow, Raw's Cody has a really cool question. How would going in raw be different if you two were in your twenties? I don't even know what being in your twenties is like anymore. I have no concept of that whatsoever. We wouldn't maintain like a real schedule. No, like it would be. No, if we were on bosses, could make a living doing this. We would. It would just be so haphazard. Yeah, we would. Wouldn't do anything before three p.m. Pacific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just be sleeping in. There'd be a lot of hungover podcasts. There would be. Yeah, absolutely. There would be. <laughs> Going would be. in Fortnite. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, wait. What is this? Maggie says, can I put in a raid request for the man turn? He made a creator wrestler named Maggie Rosa, and honestly, I'll never be that cool, but she looks amazing. Yes, we'll raid the man turn. We uh, will. The God Saw sub to 20 months. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time. Talk to you later. Bye. list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember angie's list is now angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at angie.com that's a-n-g-i or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.